Hi, I'm Emily Hawthorne, a Stratfor Middle East and North Africa analyst at RAIN. This podcast is brought to you by RAIN Worldview, powered by Stratfor, the premier digital publication for objective geopolitical intelligence and analysis. Learn more at worldview.stratfor.com. You are listening to the Essential Geopolitics Podcast from RAIN. I'm Emily Donahue. Not too long ago, U.S. diplomats in Uganda were hacked, on their phones, with spyware developed by the Israeli firm NSO Group. What does that mean, and more importantly, what does that portend? Here with answers is Charles Thorson, Global Security Analyst at RAIN. Welcome to the podcast, Charles. Hello, Emily. Thank you for welcoming me. I need help with the basics. What was this spyware? Well, it's unclear precisely what the spyware was. It appears to be a type of spyware sold by NSO Group. Uh, media speculation indicates it could be uh, Pegasus, which was uh, has been used in several other instances of cell phone hacking and uh, cell phone uh, compromise of cell phones, particularly of reporters and geopolitical activists around the world. This one was used to uh, attack U.S. diplomats specifically to gain information about Uganda. So, Charles, what is Signals Intelligence? Signals Intelligence includes a wide array of tools, including uh, hacking and cyber espionage, as we've seen. It also includes uh, monitoring radio waves uh, using a wide variety of tools like aircraft uh, it can also include uh, satellites, um, the use of satellites to monitor developments around the world. And increasingly, this technology has become more available to smaller countries and medium-sized countries. Uh, the the costs of entry have, have, have decreased substantially to such uh, tools. And how have smaller countries like Uganda been expanding their capabilities? So small states have been expanding their capabilities recently, especially in terms of cyber, in terms of cyber tools, uh, in how they uh, develop their signals intelligence capabilities. So you, countries like Uganda, the United Arab Emirates have been buying technology like Pegasus, while they've also been expanding their fleets of surveillance aircraft and other uh, surveillance tools, uh, ostensibly to fight as part of counterterrorism efforts. So these countries have faced significant counterterrorism threats, and thus they have uh, resorted to uh, purchasing more intelligence-gathering tools. Why did these small country states like Uganda invest in these capabilities? Well, as I said, it started as a counterterrorism concern, but also these countries face significant internal security threats. So they they consider activism and other kinds of uh, other other kinds of anti-government activity to be a security threat, and so that's also driven the uh, the growth in such t- in in the the uh, the demand for such technologies. How have they been using them, and what are the implications when people are considering traveling to these countries? Well, initially they were using them to. Uh, you know, for their intended purposes, whether that was counterterrorism or using them against uh, regime critics. But increasingly, they're using them as means to gather information that they they, uh, uh, deem vital to their national security. So in the case of Uganda, as we we alluded to, 
they collect, uh, it was likely Uganda that collected information about uh, U.S. Uh, U.S. Uh, diplomatic efforts in Uganda, and so slowly these smaller states are transitioning fr- away from using these tools for counterterrorism purposes and more towards run-of-the-mill espionage. Uh, what this means for travelers going overseas is that they can no longer assume that just because they're in a uh, small, uh, less powerful country that they aren't under surveillance. The way, um, so the surveillance threat isn't limited to larger states anymore like, in, uh, like Russia, China, or North Korea. Charles Thorson is a global security analyst with RAIN, the Risk Assistant Network and Exchange. If you want to know what kind of threats are coming down the pike before they arrive, subscribe to RAIN Worldview. For 20 years, we've delivered essential and actionable content for serious people who seek intelligence, not headlines. You want to know more than what just happened? Worldview provides the what happens next. We help you stay ahead of the news and your competition. Subscribe today at Stratfor.com. That's Stratfor.com. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening.